All right, hello, hello everyone. How are you doing today? My name is TJ Jacobs, and I am your host for Finding Rhythm Podcast. I just have to say that season one is wrapping up. I cannot believe that it has come so quickly, Um, but it has definitely been one journey. It's been a great learning lesson this past season. Um, We are getting ready to throw you some very influential interviews to close out season one and to close out 2020 right we made it we did it um we're really excited about season two coming up in 2021 look out for it in february we're starting the process right now and we want to hear from you so who are some guests some artists some whoever who are some people that you want to hear from on this podcast platform we would love to hear from you um if you head over to our Instagram, Finding Rhythm Podcast, let us know in the comment section. We greatly would appreciate it. So now shifting gears a little bit, um, this interview that we're going to do today, I actually was very inspired to start my own type of uh, diet process. I just finished a cleanse and I was very inspired by this, um, by this interview with Alka Chopra and she talks about proper self-care techniques she's also a registered dietitian so she brings a lot of her own personal experience on even how she came up with a um, term called the five pillars of wellness and it's so good Um, she she's going to bring a lot of great information i cannot wait for you to hear it without further ado alka champa Okay, good morning, everyone. So I am so excited to have this guest on today. Her name is Alka, and she is a registered dietitian. She's a self-care advocate, and she is really enrooted in education, research, corporate management, and clinical studies. I am so excited to have her talk about so many of her own personal experiences when it comes to self-care. Alka, how's it going today? Oh, it's all good. Thank you so much. Surviving, for- I'm going to say surviving, trying to thrive, uh, not survive, actually thrive more in the COVID environment. It's a, it's a really unusual time in history, I'm going to say, or in our lifetime that you could never imagine that you could be living in this kind of a, of a world. So it's, it's a, it, this is going to bring a lot of change in the way people think about their lives and the, the way we've been living like a very mechanical and very robotic kind of a life. So it's, it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, I, I love how you say thrive. That's something in my own experience, I've been trying to just change the word because yeah. it, it puts more life into the meaning of- Yeah, yeah. It's doing. more living than just existing, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about yourself um, so we can get to know you. Yeah, so uh, like what, uh, what Thomas said that, yes, I'm a dietitian. And I've been a dietitian for probably 20, 25 years. And it's been a journey because I started with education. Uh, The beginning of my career was in education, teaching in in high school and at the college level. And then I dwindled here and there, research corporate. You know, when you're trying to figure out where you belong, Mm -hmm. uh, what your true uh, sense is. And then now I am back to education. So over... So it's like full circle, but now the education that I do is a little different from the education I started with. So I started with high school and I do teach in college level right now as well. But um, as far as the other education is concerned, it is more about self-care that I really focus on. Like it's huge. Um, I find that as a missing piece in so many of my patients' lives. Uh, that they tend to ignore themselves in, you know, their personal life and even their career. When I talk of self-care, I'm not just saying their personal life at home. It's even in your career also. So it's all linked. It's all like intertwined. Um, and we can go, we'll, as we move along, we'll talk more about the pillars of wellness. And then, we, then you'll see how everything really ties in together. Um, and I have had like a personal experience with it myself where I had to really think about, okay, Alka, what is it that you want from your life or how do you want your life to look like starting from the next five years? I can't plan, who knows what happens in 10 years, but at least I can think of what's happening in let's say three years, let's say five years. 
So that's where I teach. I try to, uh, you know, uh, change people's mindsets about self-care um, so that they really begin to pay attention to their own needs. Yeah, you don't, the, now self-care does not mean selfish. It actually means you're doing a favor to your loved ones if you take care of yourself. Absolutely. So you can especially show up for others. Um, exactly. True, in a true sense, not forced, but in an authentic way. Uh, it's all about authenticity in today's world. And it's, it's just a crazy world. We are also robotic, like I said before. So it's just be true to yourself. And, and what made you initially start to find the inclination behind self-care and pursuing that whole career? Yeah, so um, a few years ago, I did a training in, because my, for the past 10 years, I've been practicing in a diabetes and chronic disease. That has been my focus. And then I, I got the experience of a training in self-management. So in chronic disease and diabetes, that is a concept we, we really uh, teach our patients. It's called self-management. So as the name, as the word sounds, it's self-management. You know, you've got to take care of your, med of your health. You've got to take care of your diabetes, your blood sugar, or whatever condition that you have. So it is really from that self-management training that I began to start asking people about what is a self-management routine. That's how I started with. And then gradually it evolved into self-care. Um, and then I started to bring, you know, read up more about what self-care is. And then I noticed that people are just not understanding the real meaning. Hmm. There are, people are frustrated with their lives. They're just running, uh, running from morning till night, <clears throat> taking care of their family, their children, husband, like whatever. It's never ending. Mm -hmm. And as a result, they come to a point in their lives when they start having self-doubt. Mm -hmm. They are not um, content with their lives. They're not happy. And that then eventually leads to low self-esteem as well. Mm -hmm. So it's like a chain reaction and it's a really vicious cycle. So which you have to break that cycle. Mm -hmm. And it's easier said than done. But it's not that hard also. It is possible if you have that inclination to actually do it. Yeah. You know, it's the, you know Nike's thing is uh, just do it. Mm -hmm. That's what I thrive by. Mm -hmm. There is, the time is now. Yeah. There's, good, there's no tomorrow for this. The time is now mm -hmm. and you just start. That's all. Starting with that, immediately with an action step. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And, and again, those action steps don't need to be huge. You don't need to You don't need to overhaul your entire life. Mm -hmm. And that's what my motto is. It's tiny steps, mm -hmm. small steps, which are sustainable, something that you do in your life every single day. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question, Thomas. How often do you go for a vacation? <clears throat> with, with the whole pandemic? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a different situation I, I, now but in general in, in general i try to at least twice a twice a year okay twice a year so mm -hmm. twice a year maybe two weeks one week one week did you say that yes yes or two weeks two weeks let's put it that way also that means let's say on on a average it's about three weeks of vacation right yes what about the remaining 49 weeks mm -hmm. yeah Right. So those 49 weeks you have to, and, and yes, vacation is really, for some people it's relaxing, but for, for some people it is very stressful too, because you want to cover all those uh, tourist destinations or wherever you go. And it depends on the kind of vacation you're also going for. Mm -hmm. But the point I'm trying to make is the remaining 49 weeks, 50 weeks, whatever it is, you are in your homes, you are in your careers, you are with your families, what are you doing for your self-care during those 49 weeks? That's, that's, that's right. I, I, I always heard um, Dwayne Dyer, he's one of my favorite authors. He would always say, um, don't pick an occupation where you have to take a vacation from your vacation, you know, where... That's a good one. <laughs> um, so, and I, to I totally agree. What are you doing with your whole 49 weeks? And what do you... Uh, what joy are you bringing in your daily routine? Exactly. Yeah. The joy is gone. Like I've mm -hmm. seen people, there is no joy in 
anything that uh, people are doing. They're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Yeah. Um, wow. So what was one of the biggest challenges that you faced um, when, when you were, when you first started with your clinical work? Yeah. So one of the challenge I already mentioned to you where I found that people are just literally uh, not taking care of themselves. And when you ask them this question, so when it evolved from self-management to self-care, uh, I was asking this question, do you have a self-care routine? And they would look at me like, what is she talking about? Mm-hmm. And the immediate answer usually was, I don't have money to go to the spa. Mm-hmm. I cannot spend $500 at the spa or I cannot, I don't have the affordability to uh, go for a destination, uh, go for a retreat destination. And so well, that's not the meaning of self-care. Yeah. And that's what I said, it's glorified. That's what people... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the terms wellness and self-care is if you go to all these websites, Mm -hmm. that's what they talk about. And that's where people are, I'm going to say, getting derailed with the true true meaning. And then in 2016, like I had my own personal, uh, personal thing also, where I was not happy in a job that I was in for 10 years uh, and things were not going the way I wanted did them to and so I designed the program and I was really it was all it was, everything was good and then suddenly there was a downfall you know things were not as great and I was not enjoying my uh, my work at all and as a result there were too many mistakes that I was doing because if you don't enjoy your work you will make errors because you're not fully into you're not fully sold into the into the tasks that have been assigned to you So, um, and then it was very stressful, like 2015, starting, I'm going to say November onwards, uh, around Christmas time, I clearly remember things were just, anyway, we had the two vacation, uh, like two weeks vacation. And then in March uh, 2016, I took the very difficult decision to resign from my job because it was like sleepless nights. Uh, not eating properly uh, and just it was it was awful uh, it was very hard on me because this is a job that I really enjoyed every single day going to work and now this is the same job that I fear going to in the morning I don't mm-hmm. want to go to work wow yeah so in March then I finally resigned and interestingly um, what happened was that when I sent when I hit send and the email uh, to my director, it was like, um, I'm free. Mm, wow. You know, it was just that hitting send and it was like very freeing. Mm-hmm. Although after a few minutes, I realized what I, I had done. I did everything <laughs> consciously, of course. But sometimes, you know, you get like, oh my God, what did I, what did I just do? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and there was no one at home. It was March break over here. The kids were not home. My husband was also not home. And I had this discussion with my husband and he said, you decide whatever you want to do. Um, but anyway, I just, so just, it was like a constant whirlwind in my head mm-hmm. going. And after that, you know, uh, after about a half an hour, I realized, oh my God, I have actually resigned. <laughs> And I, I can only imagine how that is because you were there for 10 years. and It was, yeah. And it was a beautiful, I still, I'm still in touch with uh, my colleagues and my peers uh, at that. I'm still in touch with them. Now it's been four years, but it's still the same relationship that we share. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just the management piece uh, that was just not agreeing with the way I function. Yeah. Um, anyway, long story short. So, and after that, I really cried for almost half an hour mm-hmm. like what did I just do but at the same time it was that freeing thing as well and then from there onwards the whole year it took me time I took a break I said okay I'll just you can slow down for a few months and then start your job search again and then in 2017 uh, what happened in January I had a major fall it was winter here like in, in Toronto it's very cold it was at black ice mm-hmm. and I slipped and I, I broke my ankle and it was a major fracture. And when I was in a wheelchair in the hospital, I got the job offer. 
Oh wow. In the hospital in emerge so it was like literally an anticlimax. Right. So and I could not reply there so they had to do surgery um and there were three cracks in my ankle and it was and I was on bed for 6 months. Wow. So I had to connect with my manager and I said if you can wait and they were really nice to wait for me for 6 months they did not hire anybody. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing. And during all this time the self care piece was really uh, high up on my list where I was despite all the emotional uh, you know and then in between there was a very stressful time where I was not even getting um, getting job offers because all the time I was hearing alka we can't afford you well it's very strange how can you not afford i'm not asking for million dollars i'm just asking for a regular job but i think it comes with the experience i guess so anyway but during all this time i really had a nice time i did the things i enjoyed like i'm a crafter i'm a painter uh, i did all that and really relaxed and do do a did a few projects here there uh, improved my uh, myself professionally and and all those things so that is where the whole self care so where i am today is a result of all that happened between say 2016 to 2017 where and then the self care piece became even bigger mm-hmm. after when i started my work because uh because my because of my ankle even even today um i am some days are good some days are not good if it's moisture then i get but i do pay attention to what my needs are and i don't shy of saying you know what i can't do it yeah learning to say no is i think the f- one of the first steps for self care it's so interesting how how moments come in our lives yeah that force us to necessarily stop right. <laughs> and 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 to take a break and to have those moments especially for our for ourselves yeah yeah especially what has happened this whole quarantine pandemic situation exactly across and it's global you know it's a first it time it's it's happened globally so um how how has it been for you to stop again and to come back into this routine of um being not not being as mobile yeah i am loving it to be honest um i'm going to say it is a blessing in disguise yes uh, with covid and it's not the ideal situation for the world to be in but i'm going to say making the most of it it is a time to really connect with your family <clears throat> with yourself as well because if you're in a 9 to 5 job and you're driving to work and you have the option of working from home i'm going to say grab it yeah right right now i am working from home it's been since uh, since march and now we are into uh, almost uh, end of august so i have been working from home and i i can i can say i can function like this mm-hmm. for the rest of my life if i'm given the opportunity yeah so i'm not i don't feel as tired i can do my meditation i can cook my meals properly <clears throat> i can pay attention and i can also slow down mm. and it's okay to slow down absolutely yeah right. um, so you've got to experience it it's just um experiencing the slowing down effect we are yeah it's just i think we are all caught in that whirlwind kind of a thing completely mm-hmm. and you really need to step back and think a little bit about uh your own needs mm-hmm. yeah it's it's so interesting because you you see a lot of people who are having the opportunity to slow down and they're actually having so many check-ins with themselves. Yes. <laughs> so many check-ins and 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 you can and you can see it. It's so clear. Yeah. Yeah, I had posted in uh, one of the groups at one time. I don't it's been a while where what is the best part uh, or what is your challenge in this covid world? And most of the answers that I got was that that you know what? I'm actually finding myself eating better. I can go for a walk. uh i can see that i can i can pay attention to my own self i can do the things i enjoy i like to dance i can do like so many things yeah. so there are so there is some good happening over there so some very positive things that people are actually thinking about and making the most of the situation yes be careful when you go grocery shopping 
don't expose yourself. Don't go out if you don't need to. Mm-hmm. All those things need to be wherever in whichever part of the world you are. And you have to follow some guidelines that are being laid out wherever in the country you are. Definitely. But do take care of yourself. Pay attention. Slow down. Again, slowing down does not mean sudden just slouch on the couch and don't do nothing. That's not what it means. <laughs> but uh, it slow down in the sense, rethink the way you have, you have set up your life up until now. Yeah. And um, can you tell us more about the six pillars? Uh, I yes. Think, I know you mentioned that earlier. What exactly? Yes. Yeah. So the six pillars are one of the, so it's the first one is physical. Okay. So physical is about the physical needs of your body. That is food, water, air, physical activity. So anything that you need for your body to remain in good health, nutritionally and physically. Then the next one is social. So social is all about social interactions, the community you have, uh, whether you have friends, whether you have a support system, uh, whether you have an, even an online community. In today's world, the online communities are thriving mm-hmm. because that is a way people are connecting with each other. That's the social piece. Then it's the emotional piece. So emotional piece is really how you react and how you manage any emotional situation, right? Like the example I gave you for my own self when I resigned, that was a very emotional situation for me. Mm-hmm. But did I go into depression? No, I did not. Mm-hmm. Because I sat, I looked back at my life. So, and then thought, okay, you know what, where do I take my life from here? Mm-hmm. So that is really the emotional piece. Like, how are you able, do you get angry? Do you get angry quickly? Do you get anxious? If you are anxious, then you ask for help, ask for support. Um, if do you, do you start crying on it? Are you scared? Are you scared of the unknown, which we all are? But sometimes you've got to take a risk, mm. do a calculated risk. I mean, don't harm yourself. But do you take a risk, a little bit of a risk to move forward? Yeah. Do you, are you comfortable getting out of your comfort zone? Mm. So that is all the emotional. Then is the spiritual. Spiritual is how content you are with your own life, the way you're living your life. How, how do you connect with yourself? What is your own relationship with yourself? What is your I'm going to self-to-self relationship? Mm-hmm. It all starts there. Yeah. Right. If you don't have a positive self-to-self relationship, your relationship with everybody around you is going to be a negative one. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, if you don't believe in yourself, in your potential, um, your self-worth, your existence, and your living rather than just existing, so that all is become spiritual. Then is the intellectual. Intellectual is how often or how much do you stimulate your brain? Now, stimulating the brain does not mean spending hours on Facebook or Instagram. That's not what it means. It means are you picking up a book to read? Or even if you are an online reader, that's totally fine. Kindle is there. Read there. And there are so many free books available on Kindle. Mm-hmm. And Kindle is available. I have. I don't have a Kindle reader, but I have my Kindle on my phone, mm-hmm. and that's where I read my Kindle. I have it even on my on my laptop as well, on my tablet. Wherever, whatever it is, if you are a read, do you do that? Do you read articles? Do you keep up with the news? Mm-hmm. Again, don't listen to the news too much because it can be <laughs> very stressful. Just once or twice in a day is more than enough. <laughs> keep catching up, right? So that's what uh, social media is good, but there is something called as excess social media. Yeah. Right. So you pretty, it's not about pretty pictures on Facebook. Uh, don't get crazy over that. And, and we see that so much now where oh, gosh. increase where a lot of people were just sitting at home. And if you aren't engaged with books, you know, I, I yeah. see a lot of people who are just engaged with social media yeah. where I feel like that habit is also building throughout the whole pandemic. So that's a very interesting point. Yeah. Uh, there was, there's, there, there have been comments on social media somewhere that people have too much time these days to just, uh, you know, put silly comments on, on social media, which is like, oh, really, do you want to really uh, be silly? Now, something also to remember is whatever you post on social media is there, is there permanently. Yeah. Even if you delete a post, it is still going to be there. 
So be very cautious on that. So that's where the intellectual piece comes in. And now all these five, the physical, social, emotional, spiritual, and intellectual, they all tie into the occupational. That's the last one. So the occupational does not mean that you're in a nine to five job or you're in a business. It also means in what, if even if you're a stay at home mom, you're a stay at home dad, you are retired, whatever, that is an occupation, mm -hmm. right? So whatever uh, phase of life you are in or whatever work situation you are in, you are going to perform if all the other five components are in line. Mm. Right? So if you are not happy with your with your life the way you are, you are uh, doing in your home situation, there's a stressful situation uh, happening. You will it will it will have an impact on your job. It has a direct impact on your mood. Mm -hmm. If you don't eat properly, it's going to have an impact on your mood again, which impacts your performance at work. If you are a mom, you're taking care of the children. If you don't have a positive self-to-self -self relationship with your own self, it will impact the kids. So it has, so that is where the occupational piece uh, comes in. It's all, it's all connected. It's all connected. Yes. Yeah. And then when we talk about habits, then we talk, uh, when I talk about habits to people, uh, that's where we pick up small habits, like tiny, tiny habits, which actually target each of these six pillars. That, and we can talk about that later on. Yeah, as we move forward. Well, no, we can we can definitely talk about that now. Yeah. Okay. So now, for example, for physical, right? As simple as it is, uh, do you have you ever paid attention to the amount of water you drink? I I do. <laughs> okay, you. But maybe I don't know how many people out there. Yeah. Maybe they don't. Right. Yeah. It's very simple, but your hydration needs are very important. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that do you ever sit back and meditation, for example, right? Now meditation raises flags many people because a lot of people think, oh, I have to sit down and with my eyes closed for one hour and close my mind, not think of anything. Uh, well, your mind will never close. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Right. It will never, the thoughts will never go away. So mm. even if you do 20 deep breaths, right? If you just, just you and me are sitting, if you just sit down, if you just sit up straight and you do just do 20 breaths, you do this the first thing in the morning. So when you go, so you want to, you want to keep your hands on your lap like that. Mm -hmm. And just maybe if you can close your eyes, but you don't have to. So you go. So how do you feel when you exhale? I, I feel good. I feel a connection. <laughs> and you just probably did just two breaths. Just two. Just two, right? But even with that, when you really exhale, you really feel that release in your body. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm talking about. So, so how much time? So to, to, so to do 20 breaths, it literally takes two minutes, mm. two to three minutes and no more than that. Yeah. Right? So you people can start with these kind of, these are the habits that, that when I talk to patients, that's what I talk to them. When they come to see me in the clinic, I'll actually have them do this in their in the room. We do it together. Or if people want to do it more, we will do like 15 minutes of meditation together in the room. So the other thing is that now coming to the thoughts, your thoughts will not go away at all. The problem will not go away. Meditation does not, remove the problems what it does is it gives you a tool in your life toolbox mm -hmm. to manage these problems better and think from a different perspective that okay if this is this is a problem i was handling it this way now let me handle it this way a, a different outlook different outlook yes uh, perspectives can change and sometimes when you change perspectives you can solve your daily uh, problems much better. Mm -hmm. So these are little, little habits. In the morning when you wake up, just do you go out? That we, call it, we call it grounding, right? It takes yeah. literally five minutes. You go out uh, with your bare feet. If you have, if you're depending on, on the, 
uh, on the country you are and you know the the weather at that time if it's cold i remember my father-in-law every morning the first thing he used to do is he used to just wake up go downstairs and straight head out he used mm. to stand out in the patio just for two minutes Mm-hmm. but used to go do that every single day and some days he used to do it depending upon the weather uh, take off his slippers and stand there as well or sit down on the patio for literally two to five minutes and see and just enjoy the fresh air yeah and really connect that that, that is where you take off your slippers mm-hmm. because you want to have bare feet which is you're connecting your grounding yeah so these are these there are so many of those that i talk about it's this is little little habits and then we also then i also talk to them more about like things like meal planning um uh painting crafting all these there are so many uh, and all this is actually in one of my courses uh, which i just released uh, it is called tiny habits mighty transformation so these are tiny tiny habits it's a 12 week program where we go over all these uh, different habits mm. so simple simple things which are sustainable they don't cost money they don't cost a lot of money and they can be easily done with the minimum resources absolutely um so with so many things going on in the in the world at this moment the loss of community and uh religious contact everyone is social distancing not being able to see their loved ones etc yeah. um america and the world in general has just seen an increase in social isolate isolation what are some ways that you can still be social i know you mentioned online platforms where yes. online groups are, are there any other ways that you would suggest for people to be social yeah well even uh now i think lots of things are opening up practice social distancing when you go out right even if you are going to a religious ceremony or you you, you go to the church or you go to the temple or a mosque like wherever you go practice the rules right for some people going out is there the other things one can do is just go for a walk go go out go for a walk uh we have been going for walks almost every day uh or yeah, or every other day after after dinner like me and myself and the kids and my husband we go for a walk but that was that's also helpful because when you are out of when when you're out of the home situation where you have been stuck yeah. when you go when there is change of scenery you will find it very interesting the conversation also changes Mhm. Yeah. Right so you can yeah go for a walk um go go to the local park um or get or engage yourself in some kind of a, of a I'm a huge fan of uh doing some arts and crafts mm-hmm. go to the dollar store. Mhm. Get some supplies and dollar store supplies are not very expensive and there's a lot of tutorials you can find online. Mhm. like a, like a ton of them there is something called as the you know the internet like the computer tired like you get tired sitting in front of the computer also yeah. but of course uh they use the face use the online communities for sure but try to find your space to engage in your own your own self also if you have a bike go for a bike ride yeah yeah forcing so yourself to something i have to start from next year yeah, yeah. yes I just got a bike too. <laughs> yeah, I have to get one uh, next year. So it's something that's my goal for next year. This year I missed it. So as a child I used to ride a, a lot of bike like everywhere running around with a bike. Uh it hasn't happened in years yeah. now to get to that. So these yeah these are certain things and keep yourself and the other thing you can do is if you are reading or if you're indulging in a crafting activity maybe you want to sit outside in the balcony. Mhm. you know to take a table and chair and just sit outside you don't need anything fancy sit on the floor if you have uh, if you if you possible again everyone's resources are different but whatever resources you have get out of the house whatever you can if you can go to the local park now parks are also opening up so take your supplies over there yeah take in a small bag just take a take the supplies and just sit and just just doodle get creative yeah there are so many adult coloring books yeah you just need the adult coloring book and a, a pack of the crayolas whether you like crayons color pencils whatever you like mm-hmm. just go there and sit and sit in the outdoors 
because you don't want to get stuck in the indoor. Yeah. Get to the outdoor wherever possible, wherever it is safe. Safety is important, mm-hmm. uh, depending upon where you are living. If you can sit in the balcony or in the park, or like wherever mm-hmm. it is possible. And maybe you want to get together with a friend too, but maintain that social distancing. Yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Even um, so, I, I live in New York and during the whole pandemic, when, when it first happened in New York, the walks were just so important. It was yes. so important for for everyone to just get outside and get, right. the, get some fresh air, connect with nature. Somehow. Exactly. Yeah. Thing was just so scary where you had no clue what this virus actually was. Yeah. But there was just something therapeutic about being outside. And- exactly. It's you. You said the right word. Uh, there is something therapeutic, definitely, because the minute you step outside, it just changes the brain dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what are some ways that you've had to rediscover your own rhythm? To rediscover uh, my, my own rhythm? Um, I'm going to say I found that if I don't give myself the time, even if it means 10 minutes, I get irritable. Mm. Um, I, get, I get angry and I began to notice that. And then, you know, my daughter will say, okay, mom, you need time, go. So even people around you will will begin to understand that. She she said that to me just last night. And I, she was saying, because I've been working on some other stuff and she's, and I was telling her, I said, I am really bored. She's saying, mom, why don't you go and do some color painting or whatever, because you haven't done it in many days and you are getting a little edgy or, or some whatever you're not because the thing is that it impacts if you don't do the things you enjoy it impacts the other things that you yeah. almost have to do mm-hmm. so that's where i have begun to i'm going to say focus i've got I've, i have learned to really uh, notice that something's not right mm. But how did I get to that space? Because I, 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 I am very observant of what's going on in my head and where my brain is taking me, mm. where my, what my thought processes are. Yeah. You are the conductor. Exactly. So I'm human. Everyone's human being. Everyone is, we are all human beings. No one is higher, lower. We are all human beings, right? But everyone has different needs. It is only a matter of focusing on yourself and really figuring out, okay, what are your needs? What are Alka's needs? What are Thomas's needs? When you are angry, what happened? What is it that's going on? Yeah. What do you need? So you have to pay attention mm. and be very mindful of whatever you do, whatever is happening with you. Okay. I'm just okay. going to turn this light off. It's <laughs> blaring, yeah. Okay, so we are almost done. This is going to be like a little rapid fire. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I want to make sure we're sticking to your to the time frame of for you. I'm good, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so top three foods everyone should be incorporating into their diet now. Okay, that's a tough question. The top three foods, or, or 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 what are your what are some suggestive foods that you would? Yeah, so I'm going to say try to get into whole foods. Stay away from boxed foods. Um, and look up some recipes to cook with whole foods. When I'm saying whole foods means uh, like beans, fruits and vegetables, the actual real foods, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, The second is uh, try to get in one new uh, vegetable into your cuisine every week. Mm. It could be, if you've never cooked with kale, give it a try. If, if you've never eaten beans in your life, I'm talking dry beans, give that a try. So one new food in your, in your, uh, of your choice, right, uh, every week. And the third thing is eat one fruit every day. Hmm. If you're a person, uh, somebody, hmm. I have seen so many patients who don't eat fruit because it's high in sugar. Well, well I could be talking for hours on that topic, but uh, eat one fruit every day whether you like a banana whether you like an apple orange whatever you want have one fruit every day for sure and i will also say you can even do frozen Mm, okay and frozen is actually is healthier sometimes in terms of nutrition than the fresh ones wow 
And and how have you encouraged your clients to even um, try new foods or, or try new fruits that they necessarily may have built it, their own perception on vegetables or fruits that haven't been serving them? How do you encourage them to try it and even like it? Yeah, so for, uh, so for the, um, I'm going to say for the whole grains and of all that, I will give them one recipe. Okay. This is one recipe here. Go try this. Mm, okay. Yeah. Right. So don't, because the internet is flooded with, if, if you put in recipes with kale, you'll have like millions of recipes and it is in an, it is it's overwhelming and it's really inundating for a lot of people mm-hmm. you know like when you go into a super supermarket if you walk into i don't know um what a, not not walmart but one of these big supermarket macy's for example if you mm-hmm. walk in there you're like okay where do i start yeah it's overwhelming it's overwhelming so start with just that one recipe mm-hmm that's all you need and keep trying that over and over again Mm. it takes seven tries for a person to enjoy a food a new food Mm. so don't give up if you didn't not did not like it once it's okay it's normal that's normal reaction Mm -hmm. you you try it again try it again after one week Mm. right and uh when it comes to fruit so i will say okay start with trying a small piece. If you don't, don't like a particular berry, for example, eat one berry. Yeah. Just start very, very small. Mm-hmm. But definitely have uh, the fruits. Yeah, these are the three things I'd say. Okay. Um, and also, so say that there's a limited supply of food. Yeah. And, you know, what are, what are your go-to foods that you're stocking up on? So you really want to stock up on beans for sure, right? Because they have a, a longer shelf life. You want to stock up on, um, if you have a freezer in the house, you can stock up on meats as well. Make sure you cut them and put them in freezer bags, small baggies, and you can put them, so you can do that. Uh, you can also load up on grains, like whole grains. Uh, rice, of course, is there. You can do like uh, basmati rice, brown rice, if you want. You can do quinoa. You can do um, amaranth. There's so many whole grains. Barley, for example. So these, the, all these, and keep them in a cool place, uh, depending upon how much you can store in the house. Uh, but these are, uh, and vegetables, again, you hear, this all boils down to fresh vegetables. Uh, like if you have a freezer, then you can also put in some frozen vegetables in there too. When I'm saying frozen vegetables, I'm not saying the ones in curries and gravies. I'm saying just plain cut and dry frozen veggies, whether it's cauliflower, green beans, peas, carrots, whatever it is, freeze, uh, you can do that. And there are some actually vegetables which have a longer shelf life. So potatoes is one. You can keep that for a longer period of time. Onions is also another one. Uh, Cauliflower stays for a long time. Carrots stay for a long time as well. Uh, what else is there? Just trying to think other, um, then there is this uh, starchy, starchy vegetables, generally speaking, they stay for a longer period of time. Their shelf life is longer. So you can, and you can also do dehydrated peas. I don't know if people know, but, but those are, so they are peas which are dried, Mm -hmm. but they're fresh peas which have been dried. And when you have to cook them, you just put them in a slow cooker. And you can cook them. You can put in your spices and stuff like that. Yeah, so this is just there's a whole list, but these are just some you people can start with. That, that definitely sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have a lot of fun, definitely um, cooking with a lot of those. Yeah. Um, okay, and so books you're reading now. Books I'm reading now. Okay, I'll be honest. So right now I'm reading more of the business type of books. Yeah. Okay. Um, because that's what I'm working on. So, uh, but there, there, I'm pretty sure there are lots of uh, people are into personal development or something. There are so many books that are available, and I will say for people to go on Amazon and put up, put and download Kindle on their phones or whatever is their preferred reading method, mm-hmm. and just uh, if you put on Amazon free books free Kindle books, hmm. there's a whole bunch of them. Wow. Like a lot of them. Every day the deals change and you can just keep downloading them and then you can uh, you can read them actually. 
Yeah, definitely. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. There's <laughs> a one. There's there's another. There's one that I can actually uh, suggest for you. It's a good one that I also read. Just give me one minute, and I will open up my Kindle. It's called. So I've been reading this book, Think and Grow Rich. Oh, I love that book. Yeah. Okay. There's a this book called Tiny Habits. The book is called Tiny Habits. Okay. There's another one called Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. The one I wanted to tell you was, um, oh dear, it's it's on food. Um, there's another one that I, I read recently. It is How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. Mm, I love that. So this is by Dale Carnegie. It's a really uh, it's a really good one. I love Dale Carnegie. Yeah. How to it's, stop worrying and stop and start living. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, one that I want to show tell you is I know we're running over time. Oh, that's fine. Oh, it's called the Happiness Diet. Yeah. The Happiness Diet. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So this is a lot to do with the foods uh, that you can eat to um, you know to feel like it did it's yeah it's about health and nutrition all that stuff but it's a good one too the happiness diet yeah it talks about the mood and the psychological effects that food has on your mood as well so it's a good one absolutely yeah. <clears throat> I, I believe it wholeheartedly i've been mm -hmm. uh, i've been experimenting with with vegan for about a year um and it definitely has changed my results as far as my energy level and mm -hmm. just introducing more vegetables into my diet yeah it's changed the way that i i feel you know and, yeah and 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 it's very true you know what you're putting into your body affects yeah it's like garbage in garbage out very simple absolutely and yeah. the other thing i will say is that if you are confused you don't know where to start you know ask for help mm -hmm. even if you've got to put down a bit of money into um asking maybe talking to a dietitian for example or I don't know, a psychologist, a social worker, or whoever, whatever your challenge is, yeah. uh, it is money well spent. Mm -hmm. Because you sometimes we get so confused with the amount of information that is out there. So uh, spend yeah. that money on spending money on yourself is, is a good idea. And, and what would you say to people who are just now trying to find a new diet, but then the the myth that um, it's, it's too expensive, like you know, that <laughs> being a vegan is, is too expensive, or being a vegetarian. It's what 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 would your what would your response be? The thing is, you've got to do things properly. If you don't do things properly, they will be expensive, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm saying. Get the guidance you need, so that you do. If you want to be a vegetarian or a vegan, whatever your goal is, do things properly so that you do you make the right food choices mm -hmm. you know so there are uh, there are so many ways and be cautious of all that uh, information which is floated around the internet i would really caution and and now it is unfortunately with the covid situation there is so much uh, garbage which is being floated around the internet like claims false claims and all being made if you eat this you cannot get covid well, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. That is definitely not the case. So be mindful of where you are. But it's this, and that is a sad part that people get caught up. They they get so much influenced by these kind of fancy marketing gimmicks that they're willing to put their money in there, but they're not willing to put the money in the right where they should be. Yeah. So seek. So do your research. If you don't know yourself, don't be afraid to ask mm -hmm. people. Like yeah. Ask the right people, yeah, on what to do. What are some tip? What are some things you're doing to create joy for yourself? So I, like I said, I am a big crafter. Mm -hmm. So that is something that I do. That's how I function. So even if I don't have the time to uh, do uh, crafting, what I will do is. I'll go to my uh, crafting area. I'll just touch things. I'll move them around a little bit of reorganize. Mm -hmm. That also makes me happy if I don't have the time to mm -hmm. do it. 
uh, and the and the walks and the uh, little bit of exercise that I'm I am doing, mm -hmm. uh, with the limitation of my ankle bothering me sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that makes me happy. And sometimes I don't do nothing. Yeah. I just watch. I just watch shows on my on on TV. And I love okay. doing that too. And that and that's and that's okay. That's that's another form that's of okay. of self care, right? And exactly what you said. And and not feel guilty about it. Yeah, exactly. And I love how earlier yeah. that you said um, <clears throat> how self care is not what we've built it up to be. Yes. Self care is necessarily it's it's what is what does self want? What do you want? What what do you need right now? And having those check ins. Yeah. And something you do every single day. Yeah. And not just twice a year. Yes. Go on a vacation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, two more questions. So, what is your vision? What is your vision of the world? Vision of the world. Okay. I'm gonna say I I think um, people need to be more authentic and more true in their behaviors to other people. Be more emphatic to other people. Be more kind. Mm. And the kindness starts with you. Mm. First, you be kind to yourself, and then you can be kind to the others. Like, be be honest. Don't don't uh, mess with people's lives. Don't do that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just feel that people are just they have lost. They don't don't know what authenticity is. Hmm. Everything is so artificial. Everything is so. Everything is all about money. We are all in a rat race. Uh, for money, money, money. Like everything is just, again, not undermining them. We need money for sure. For daily needs, you do need, and money, money means a lot. But if you give it too much importance, and then that's a problem. You can lose yourself. You can lose yourself, yeah. yeah. Um, I love it. What, and so last question, where can we find you on <clears throat> social media? Or what are some of the things that you're working on where we can be on the lookout? Yeah, so the best place is to go to my website. Mm -hmm. That's alkachopra.ca. Mm -hmm. And uh, all information is there. It's got information from my uh, YouTube channel. Um, it's got my Instagram, Pinterest, like everything is, is there. I'm not super active in social media. It's mm -hmm. just too much work. <laughs> but I, I do post um, pretty fairly regularly on uh, YouTube. So there's lots of good, uh, the YouTube channel is called as One Week to Your Health, um, yeah. where we talk about one small changes that people can integrate into their lives one week at a time. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, then there's also the course that I had mentioned to you before. It's called Tiny Habits, Mighty Transformations. Okay. All information is on the website. Okay. And if anybody has any questions, you can always send me a message via my website. Or you can even email me alka at alkachopra.ca if there's anything anyone wants to ask me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll definitely include all of that in the show notes. And um, and thank you so much. I just want to acknowledge you for coming on and just your insight and your expertise about um, healthy habits, self-care, and um, being <clears throat> excuse me, a, a dietitian as well. Thank you so much for, for coming. You're on. welcome for having me. And I wish everybody... Uh, the best of luck and take care of yourself. If there's one message that I have for everyone, take care of yourself, pay attention to your needs. And when you pay attention to your needs, it's really not being selfish. You are actually doing good to yourself and everybody around you. Absolutely. All right. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. We are officially on iTunes, on Spotify, find us it's called finding rhythm podcast and we would love to hear your feedback we would love to hear if you enjoyed it we would love to hear maybe some suggestions that you might have let us know write something in the comments for sure follow us on instagram as well but other than that i hope you have a great day